um, overnight camp is what we called it every year. And then when I got older, I was actually a camp counselor. And my favorite part of that, we always had shaving cream fights. Do y'all do that? But the they first will now. year, they will now do those. Yeah, so they're so fun. But the trick is, it burns if you get in your eyes. So bring goggles. Smart tip. So smart. So smart. Uh, I'm Carmen, and um, like Lauren and Kaylee, I, mean, uh, I grew up in youth group. Went to the youth camps, retreats, all of that stuff. Um, I mean, I, I guess one of my favorite things, you know, about camp especially, I guess that sticks out in my mind, is that you have all this fun and stuff, but I actually got the experience of being a counselor uh, years later, and the actual life change that happens uh, at camps, I'll never forget some of the moments I had with not only me being a student, but then afterwards being a counselor to some of the kids and just seeing them come to know the Lord for the f some of them the first time feedback hello awesome uh so yeah i mean there's nothing like that and um I'm trying to think of a story i mean we we encounter a lot of youth kids i mean we've done a lot of events with youth lots of stuff with um you know we'll partner with like the kids ministry or the youth ministry and do a show and uh, i think one of the the pictures that i don't think will ever get out of my mind is you know some of the parents and some of the youth i, I guess um preachers and pastors at the churches come up and say thank you because like you said there's not a lot of I guess girls and women doing this and um, just the impact that we've seen it's really cool yeah. my name's Kaylee um, and I've lived all over but um, I've lived the most in Central Florida near Orlando and um, grew up in the church and always was very involved in kids ministry and youth ministry and um, I would really be able to sit here and say that my youth pastor as a child is the reason why I am huge part of the reason why I am the woman of God that I am today. He like completely <laughs> invested in me and saw that he wanted to hone in on my ability to sing. And so I started leading worship at church when I was like 14 for, for the youth group. And then for our main church, I started leading worship, like the interim worship leader until we found a new worship leader at this one point in time, like when I was in college. Um, so I got to lead worship in our main church for about a year um, before I finished college. But, um, I can remember on one of our youth retreats when I was just 15 years old, it was June 29th, and I remember being at the altar and the Lord told me that I was going to sing for a living and I was going to sing and I was called to that. And I just remember being overwhelmed and like weeping before him and it was because of youth ministry. Like that is life, that's everything. Like pouring into kids, pouring into the youth because they are the next generation. It's everything um, and it's why I'm here today. It's why I am the woman that I am today. So it's everything. That's great. That's good. Any questions for the girls? Uh, could be about their music. It could be about their ministry. could be about your own students in your youth group. In the back. How hard is it to be uh, young ladies in a predominantly man industry in one very word very no in two words very hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah i Go mean ahead. it's it's very hard honestly we've just to be super honest with y'all we've experienced some really rough seasons together um i think first off it has made us stronger as women and as followers of followers of christ but um it's not easy i could never sit in front of y'all and tell you that this has been easy i mean i think anytime 
any two people come together and try to do something, it can be hard. And I think especially as women, um, but I think we've seen, I think the reason we keep doing it is because First off, God's called it. We feel this, like, weird thing. Like, we have to keep going. God has called us to this, so we don't really have a choice because there's so many people that don't know Jesus, and there's so many. Um, I think girls, too, we are women, and so we impact a lot of girls in particular. And some of the things that they're dealing with, they're not being talked about. They're, they're not... Um, you know, there's nobody really speaking up about some of the things that they're dealing with, and I think because we've been there, we've been preteens and teenagers, and we've, you know, um, you know, I'm married now, and I, I can speak through, we can all three speak through all these different things I think girls go through, um, and so it's cool that we're able to do that, but it's very difficult sometimes. It takes lots of prayer and a, and a team, <laughs> yes, it takes a, a village. village. <laughs> Any other questions? Well, I'm going to ask, oh, we got one in the back. While I'm getting to her, I'm going to ask you guys, when you're a musician, you're by status just a celebrity, regardless, even if you're a bad musician, right? <laughs> but, uh, but I'm sure that your fans are telling you things that they've maybe not told anybody else because they feel they can trust you, they love your music. What are some things you'd want youth workers to know that you're hearing so that they can be more willing to hear that from the students in their youth group? We'll have a question here later. You should tell mm. them a story about Canada. Uh, yeah, we literally the first story that comes to mind um, is we played this show in Canada, and this young girl, really young, I mean, what do you say, maybe 15, 15 16 years yeah. old, uh, after the show came up to us, and um, she explained to us about how she's been addicted to cocaine and literally pulled out from her back pocket her drugs and, and handed them to us. She was like, your music spoke to me. I don't want any part of this anymore. I, I haven't, you know, I go to church, but I know who I need to seek help from. And so <laughs> we were really caught off guard, honestly. We were like, whoa, what do we do with that? But <laughs> it was um, really impactful because, there, you know, the people will come and tell you things that they wouldn't tell their parents or they wouldn't tell, um, you know, adults. But for some reason, they feel like they can trust us and they can trust you guys as, you know, youth pastors and people who work in youth ministry. And I think one thing that we try to do is just to try to make them feel comfortable, try to make them feel like we're not judging them. You know, we're all sinners who fall short of the glory of God. And I think part of that comes with if someone comes to you with something, we say, wow, like we both need Jesus. Let's pray about this. Let's really find you help you know, depending on the situation, but, um, yeah. First ladies, I want to, um, thank you for pressing on and continuing to, um, charge forward in what you're doing, because I think there, um, a lot of girls, uh, that are, you know, steered in a long, wrong direction with the media hype and a lot of suggestive things that are happening. Um, I guess, I, as a youth worker, um, for the last 10 years, I've been working with young girls, and I have a real passion for teenage girls and what their struggles are. Um, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of that would like to get into music, and I was wondering what your background is and um, how you got started. Sure. I mean, I'll go. I mean, we all pretty much like grew up singing ever since we can remember. We all grew up singing in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and then as far as that, like, uh, you know, vocal lessons and just um, 
since I was a kid, like since I was like 10, like vocal lessons all the time, um, coaches to help me perform and, and just um, really honing in on that with like professionals and always singing in church, always. Well, I went to college, too, for music as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, for Bible, it was Bible college, so I studied. I, I interned with other Christian artists, uh, Shane and Shane and Bethany Dillon. Um, I went to Bible college in Dallas, Southwestern. And so um, it was with church ministries, um, but that was my degree. But um, I was heavily involved in the worship there and learning how to, to work in a studio with other engineers before I moved to Nashville and before I was in this band. Mm-hmm. So I had church and music performance mm-hmm. experience. The Yeah. I would say the main advice to give them is to just pray for God's will for them. Because my story is, I, 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 I was never great in anything. I was like good at things, like I'd make the team, but I'd sit the bench. So like this singing was the thing that I loved and I felt called to, but I was also shy. So it's just like I, I pray God open the doors you want open and shut the doors you want shut. And so every door that opened, I would walk through it, and if it continued to stay open, I'd be like, okay, God, this is you. And if it would shut, I'd be like, okay, God, you have something better. So I guess um, I would just tell them to continue to pray for his will, because if this is what God wants for them, then it'll happen. No, no, we want to hear from you, (laughs) because this may be the next star, and you can take credit for it then. Hey, there you go. Yeah, I mean, um, I so I grew up singing in church, um, like we all three did, I think. Um, I really feel like the music industry special, especially is um, who you know, and, and I think I was a part of it, leading worship at a church where the reason I'm in this group is because of one of the guys at my church told me that it was happening and there was a girl group thing going on, and so... Um, but, but then more than the connection, it was just people praying for me. You know, it's like having that person who's like, hey, I think this is the route you should go because he also is, like, loves the Lord. So I don't know. I think, um, uh, you know, I also, I went to college. I studied music at Belmont in Nashville and loved every second of it. I actually dropped out for this band. Um, huge decision. It was, it was crazy. Her senior year, so she didn't do her senior year, right? Yeah, it was, it's like a... 20-minute story, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe <laughs> later, but um, yeah, it's just like Lauren said, follow, tell them, like, follow the Lord, and get plugged in at church. You can have a team around you praying. Here. Yes, o- often when we hear the call of God, there's an assignment or a particular theme within the voice that we're to use our voice for. Uh, do you feel that you have a gifting to convey a message with a special voice to the generation that you're singing to? I think we have one collectively as a band. Um, And then I think all of us, since we're such different women, we love that and we embrace that. And then we all have like our own story and our own passion. Like for me, like we can tell our band one, but for me, like my passion and what I love to speak about is that I'm adopted. And so I love, I was born in the Philippines and um, I'm very proud of my story and I love my story and so I want people to know that. I want them to know that there's hope and there's love and 
Um, so I know eventually, like, I would love to partner with an adoption, you know, corporation and be able to go back to my country in the Philippines and um, be a part of that. So that's my heart. And I know Carmen has something special near to her heart, if you want to tell them. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing we always pray before our shows is, God, just anoint our voices. Because without God, we're just bopping around on stage. Like, it, there's no point. But with God and with his anointing of us I you know I we always say we're we're three sinners in need of God's grace just as much as everyone else so it's like um you know asking God to use sinners to you know reach people I think that um I think that's everyone's call I think as a believer doesn't matter if you're up on a stage or if you're a dentist or if you're you know a teacher I think we all have that calling you know and it's just it looks different and so I think um, just praying for God to use us and all of you guys, and we always encourage our our fans the same. Um, throughout the first record, when we toured, when um, we would do the signing lines and stuff, what the thing that we heard most was from parents, uh, like thanking us and saying thank you for being a good role model for my kids. And so going into this next record, we decided we wanted to continue to be an extension of parents and of pastors so we actually asked like our producers and different parents and to um, you know what is something that you would like to tell you know what is something that you could we could better communicate um, and so that I mean my heart is to grab kids hearts while they're young so that they don't have to experience heartache any others? Yeah. J just real quick, I was up by your booth earlier. I mean, it wasn't open yet, but I saw there was a book there. Yeah. Who who wrote the book and what's it about? We actually wrote that book. Yeah, we um, partnered with Lifeway, I guess it was last year, and wrote a devotional book. It's a 40-day um, devotional book. We've had lots um, of youth people do that as their small group thing because it's 40 days. You could split that into however much you want to do each week but um we've heard some really cool feedback about that just we were it's called no filter because we really feel like it's one of the first times we were able to just kind of write from our hearts and be like this is stuff we deal with these are kind of our stories and here's some bible verses to apply what we've learned and um so yeah check it out um absolutely oh yeah for sure wow. You could totally do that. It's a 40-day devotional. <laughs> <laughs> and it's from all of our different perspectives, and we all are so different. So I feel like any girl would be able to relate to at least one of us. So we each took 10 days. So. And you need to bring One Girl Nation to your youth group. There you go. Yes. Well. we'll be there. Where are you from? Okay, cool. So transition into a question uh, based on that. A lot of male youth leaders in this room, and we guys aren't always sensitive to the girls in the youth group and how they uh, interact and, and want to be listened to. Can you give us some guidance as to how to help engage the girls in our youth group so that we can really minister to them? For sure. Um, you know, one thing I've learned recently, um, I just got married about a year ago, and so my husband and I have been going through this book called Love and Respect. It's really interesting. Um, it's all about how girls and women, we want to feel loved. That's what we want. And guys want to be respected. So I feel like y dudes, like, 
they get the respect. They're like, dude, respect me. But with girls, I think one thing is just knowing that I think all girls are looking for acceptance. And I think some girls are finding it in the wrong places. I think they're looking to their phones, how many likes they get on a picture. They're, you know, trying to do stuff with their boyfriends that, you know, just to feel that love that really ultimately can only come from Jesus. And I think, you know, us as we are ministering to youth, youth girls and um, and guys, too, you know, just learning how to make make girls understand that, you know, how Jesus loves them. And, like, that's where we find our worth, our identity, and our love in him. And, um, yeah. That's good. Questions? Yes. Okay, so um, I hear that you all had callings of your own, but um, just wanted to hear how you all got merged together and how you met and like what inspired your music um, when you were growing up? Well, it was like um, we were all artists pursuing careers in the in the industry and so we all kind of had people in our lives that reached out to us like Carmen said earlier like someone at our church. I knew a talent agent in town and Lauren I think with your radio station. No, it was it was a friend. It was a friend that told her. So we all just had random people that yeah. God clearly random placed people. in our life to tell us about this band that um, someone was, you know, kind of putting together. And so uh, it was a nationwide search, and we came to Nashville, 20 girls, by the end of the week after working with choreographers and, you know, seeing what we sounded like together and personality tests, <laughs> all this stuff to see who would mesh well together. Here are these, all these different, very different girls, di- very different artists coming together. So um, that happened about four years ago in 2012. And since then, the band has really evolved. It's really changed. We actually go by 1GN now. We don't even, you know, it stands for One Girl Nation, but we feel because of all the changes we've gone through spiritually, relation, relationally, and um, professionally, it's a new era for us. Even being here today is kind of a big deal. We're like, yeah. we're like, let's do this again. You know, we took a year off to kind of get things straightened out for us. And so we're really pumped. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of how we came together. And um, we wrote six out of the ten songs on the first album. Um, and it was a different band, like I said. So it's kind of formed into now we know what our message is. We know what our heart is. We started out as five, then there was four. Now there's three for the last three standing. <laughs> um, this is it. This is the heartbeat of 1GN standing, sitting in front of you today. So we're excited. All right. When we go to write the songs, especially for this new record we just put out in April, um, we wrote all of the songs. And we were like Lauren said earlier I think going into all the writing sessions we were always like what what do parents and youth group leaders want to say to people but they feel like they can't Um, a lot of our songs on our new record talk about social media um, uh, you know talks about love and kind of what we were talking about earlier about guys and um, and then just some fun songs a lot of reflective songs um, that I think speak to the younger generation so, um, and, you know, Guard Your Heart, too. That's probably, that's uh, one song that I think encompasses what we stand for as a band. Um, you know, that song is based from Proverbs 423, which says, above all else, guard your heart. Uh, we're performing it tonight. We actually have a moment where we take out our phones and, and we say, you know, this is, uh, we're, we're honestly learning more for how to live our lives by this than we are by the word of God. And I think that song on a record kind of applies to everything you know I think as adults we can learn from that song the three of us probably have three completely different stories of what that song means to us based on our different walks of life and so um yeah check out that song and hopefully y'all will hear it tonight 
inspirations, music inspirations. Oh. I yeah, I grew up where my dad was in a southern gospel group, <laughs> which is Kevin, <laughs> and he was a drummer at our church. And so, I mean, I grew up lots of southern gospel, and then lots of like Point of Grace, like Stephen Curtis Chapman, that whole era of yeah. Christian music I listened to. And then I also was a big pop listener. I've, I've always loved pop music, so it's I'm like this is all of those things. I grew up um, very in a very musically inclined home, so my dad always played. My dad can play like every instrument. I think he doesn't play like the trumpet or the flute, but like, serious? yes, Dennis. Like he's what? so talented. Yeah, Dennis. <laughs> I call him dad. <laughs> oh no! So he was so musical. We always. I just remember music always being played in the house, and music was just a huge part of my life of any genre, like rock and roll, oldies, classic. We listened to Beethoven as a kid, Bach, and. Uh, southern gospel like very gospel I love gospel and, and pop so everything yeah for me like riding in the car with my family we'd listen to Stephen Curtis Chapman and <laughs> Point of Grace and all that but what I loved listening to when I was young was Backstreet Boys in sync Britney Spears like that's what I liked so what I love about this is like you get that element but with like a positive strong Christian message so I feel like so happy that this generation gets to have that. Yeah. Yep. Good. Yeah. I think we all from. Uh, yeah. Uh, w one of the things that we've talked about and touched on a little bit was kind of the the, the absence of artists like you. Uh, I would. I know we're, we're not going to bash the industry, but why we're the we're the ones buying the albums to make the industry. Why aren't there more female acts? Not not just AC acts, but acts that are attracting the students that we love and care for that are listening to the alternatives because there's really this gap, this vacuum. I mean, like we were saying earlier, it's hard. It's, I think, because it's hard. And, um, you know, it's one of those things where we do feel a calling for this. I think, you know, as believers, we feel God telling us, hey, this is what you're supposed to do. But then we can be like, but God, it would be so much easier to just stay home all the time. It would be so easier to be at home with my husband. It would be so much easier to not have to miss my friend's weddings or my friend's, you know, whatever. Like, we've missed a lot of stuff, and I think it would be way easier to do that. But yet, we're not. I think, I think we have chosen to follow this and to go with it because we see the need for it. Exactly. And I just think it's probably, it's just more normal and natural for the woman to want to stay home. Like, what we do is what a lot of men do. They go out, they work, they make money, and then they come home, and it's like, we're like that right now, you know? Yeah. So we're on the road, and that's just, that's a different role. So, like, it's a special calling. It's a different calling. And I just don't think that's as normal for women, so. Yeah. All right. Any other questions? Yes. In the Are they all singers? Like, what? Yeah. So we all sing. We all, like... It's not like she plays no. drums and she no. <laughs> so we all play yeah. instruments. We all write, but on our like our live show, we're just like singing and dancing to our tracks. And we have a DJ, so it's very pop. It's like very in sync, if you will. But about Jesus. 
We say a lot of things in interviews that later we're like, Kaylee, why did why you Why did you say that? That, that might have just okay. been that moment. <laughs> Anything else? Yes. I have a question on social media. I have several young ladies that I talk to that social media is their life. How do I address that with them to show them that they don't need to be totally like selfie here, selfie there, you know, yeah. focused on it. They're just so like in it. It's hard. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of things are driven by it nowadays. That's what everybody's talking about at school with their friends. I think honestly, you you know, it's one of those things, I, this is just me, I don't think you can make somebody, I think it has to come from inside out, you know, I think just explaining to them that, you know, they don't have to do that to be accepted, um, ultimately I do think it has to be something that they decide, like, you know what, I don't need to send selfies and, you know, because it's all me, 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 our culture is all me, me, me driven instead of like serving people, loving on people, and pointing people to Jesus ultimately. So I, you know, that's a hard one, honestly. It's hard. We, I mean, we deal with it too because, you know, we try to interact with our fans through social media. So, I mean, we're, we're like, hey, we haven't posted a picture today. Let's take a selfie, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's so interesting how quickly that has become a normal thing. And so um, it's, it, it is very hard. And I think the key is almost seeing that that is reality, that is our world right now. So taking that and turning it in a positive way by, you know, posting, posting Bible verses, like, because that is where kids are. And I think that's part of what we're trying to do is point them to God using that medium, if that makes sense. All right, I'm back again. So when you guys said about your influences, like the last band, their influences were like Sanctus Real, DC Talk, but I'm hearing like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears. So very, I don't know, like, like secular, like music that's not necessarily in line with um, being labeled as Christian music. Actually, oddly enough, last week we had a meeting with the girls and we were saying we're having a camp out and we we're gonna play music and stuff and we wanna know what kind of music they like and they wanted, you know, like Megan Trainer or, you know, Lady Gaga or stuff like that. So in your case then, the, the, the non-Christian music, if we're gonna put labels on it, has actually been a good influence on you, do you feel? I feel like it's the sound of it that I liked, not necessarily the message. So what what we're trying to do is have that sound and give them the sound that they like, like Megan Trainer and whoever, but have that positive Christian message that is the complete opposite of what they're saying. So that that's why we do what we do, is because girls like yours need I mean, they, yeah. what's, it's like, I want, you know, it's like, we want 1GN to be in that mix of songs. Like, oh, yeah. what do y'all want to listen to? Well, 1GN, because it's actually cool. Like, it's actually current sounding music, but it's not, it, it's wholesome. It, it points to Jesus. It, you know, the things that are talked about are godly things instead of it being the same sound, but it just the lyrics being totally the other way. Yeah. So. 
Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we are. I, I feel like you know one thing about how Kaylee was saying we've just grown. We've grown up a lot. I mean, we started this thing f over four years ago, and so I think especially what we're trying to go with now is like how can we reach. We definitely reach young people. That is, I would say, youth kids, young people, um, you know, middle high school, college people. But I, we have moms, we have dads. We, ha I mean, I feel like a lot of our music we've been writing recently applies to everyone. You know, like Guard Your Heart. I think a lot of the messages we talk about, it's not necessarily just for young people. I think it can apply to everyone. So your music is maturing as you mature? Yes. An idea for music, and this is for us as youth workers, I've done this many times, is to do some lyric, uh, lyric interaction with our, with our kids to listen to the music they love, but then actually take the lyrics and put them on the screen and talk about what they mean. Wow. It's amazing to watch how these kids, first of all, realize they, <laughs> that was going into my brain. I didn't know it. And then B, it helps them to be more discerning as they buy their music. And I'm like, nope, <laughs> you can't do that. Well, we want to let you guys go, and, and forgive me for one GN now. Oh, I you're promise. good. My, you're good. We, no, you're good. my so family new. listens to you, so I'll have to educate my kids. We, we, still, yes. we still call you're ourselves good. that. It's good. so brand good. new. Is there one final question before we let the ladies go? All right. Well, uh, do you mind if we pray for you? We and again, I'm that. selfish because I have three daughters. Um, but we all have kids in our youth group that need your influence and, and other artists like you. So let's pray together. Father God, we do thank you so much for the gift of music. Uh, it was your idea. And uh, ironically, the whole thing's supposed to be about you, lifting you up. And we do thank you that uh, these, these ladies here have committed, even though it is hard, to using music to be able to connect from their hearts and your heart to the students' hearts that they minister to. And so we pray, Lord, that you'll make them very successful. Uh, keep them humble. Uh, use them wa in ways, God, to connect this generation that does uh, investigate music and looks for that, that funky, cool beat, but really isn't aware as to how powerful music can be. Connect these, these kids with their music so that, indeed, you, we can watch the Holy Spirit do great, great things. And we pray a, a, a blessing over them, their families, their travels, and their future. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much. Yeah. That is going to conclude our time. Uh, if you, I, can we get some pictures with you guys? Is that okay? If you want photos with the ladies, don't forget the Bread of Stone CDs as you walk out. Uh, and thanks so much for coming back to the Oasis.